Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One. Greetings, conversationalists. It's Eric Erickson here across the Fruited Plain. The phone number, should you wish to join me today, 877-973-7425. All is right with the world now. Charlie is back behind the phones. Everything just functions better when he's around. Now, uh, we got to begin with the hero America needs right now. There have been near daily stories across America about the military's inability to fix supply chain problems. This is one of the actual upsides of the war in Ukraine. Uh, We would have been caught with our pants down otherwise, it appears, based on all the reporting out there, that by sending so many weapons to Ukraine, we have discovered our inability to manufacture weapons. We used to be the arsenal of democracy. Uh, Now we can't even be our own arsenal, let alone Ukraine's arsenal, because we cannot fix the supply chain issues. Our military allowed so much consolidation to happen within the military-industrial complex. Uh, So a bunch of companies that used to make weapons merged together. So now we have very few that make weapons, and those that we do to reward their shareholders, uh, they outsource to get cheaper rates to where? China. So many of the parts and basic components we need for the military weaponry that we will one day have to use against China are manufactured in China. The F-35 engines in that horrible plane are racking up $38 billion in extra maintenance costs. The military geniuses decided instead of having a plane the Air Force likes and a plane the Army likes and a plane the Marines like and a plane the Navy likes, let's just build one plane and they can fit it together as they want so everybody can have one plane and it's not a very good plane. We got rid of the F-22 for this disaster. Nearly 40% of U.S. attack submarines are out of commission for repair right now. The Navy disclosed uh, the 16-year sub-readiness trend. The fast attack subs would be needed in fights with China and Russia, and 40% of them are out of commission. But your federal government, run by Joseph Robinette Biden, has decided instead of fixing the supply chain problem, instead of fixing our attack submarine problems, Instead of dealing with the jet problem in the Air Force, the Navy, and the Marines, no, no, they want to spend your money to pay for abortions for members of the military. Yes, and according to them, men and women who need abortions, according to this administration. Now, what they say they're doing is they're not really paying for the abortion. They're just paying for the travel. But they've also contemplated setting up abortion clinics on military bases in states where there is no abortion access. Enter our protagonist, Senator from Alabama, former football uh, coach for Auburn University, Tommy Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville has said enough, and he has issued holds on all military promotions that require congressional approval. Not, not letting anybody get promoted in the military until the Biden administration stops using defense dollars to pay for abortions. Money is fungible. 
The Biden administration says we're not actually paying for the abortion. We're just paying for the travel and the lodging for someone who needs to go somewhere for an abortion. Right, right. So you're freeing up resources for someone to kill a kid by paying for all the ancillary costs of killing the kid. But somehow say, well, we're not really paying for the abortion. Tuberville said enough. He's not going to allow any advancement in the military until they stop doing this nonsense. Well, the Marines are now without a Senate-confirmed leader for the first time since 1859 because of Senator Tommy Tuberville. He is blocking a Senate vote on a nominee to succeed General David Berger, the Marine Corps' top officer. He retired on Monday. And of course, it's all disaster. It's all disaster that somehow the Marines are leaderless. No, they're not. There are still people in charge. General Eric Smith is taking over as the acting commandant. All you got to do is stop funding abortions. That's it. But this administration would rather blame Tommy Tuberville than actually stop social programs in the military that they don't need to be paid for. They can't fix a sub. They can't fix a plane. They can't build a bullet, but they can pay for abortions. That's their priority. When they're not doing drag queen story hour at your local military base, this administration and progressives have decided to turn the military into bastions of progressivism. Now, you need to understand why, and this is really important for you to understand. The military integrated racially before other institutions in America. And they did so pretty well. Well, until recently, now suddenly the, the race-baiting grievance hustlers of America suddenly want you to know it was terrible. But for years, it was the, the, the gold standard for integration. When you're in the foxhole, you don't care who the person is next to you, whether, whether they are black or white. You just care that they can fire a gun and kill the bad guy before the bad guy kills you. You care about their arm strength to throw a grenade. You didn't care whether they were black or white. It was easy to integrate the military. So the leftists decided, oh, well, if we could do racial integration in the military, and that precipitated greater integration in society on race, we should do it with the trans issue. We should do it with gay issues. We should do it with lesbians. We should do all of our social engineering in the military. Who cares about killing bad guys? We need to kill the bigots by integrating the, the intersectional alphabet gang into the military, and then those old bigots will die off and we'll have a perfect society. We'll use the military. We'll weaponize wokeism within the military to get it in society. That's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. All social policy of the left, who cares about killing bad guys, who cares about defending the country, they want to wokeify the military, hoping it'll spill over into society because they have this idealized version of racial integration in the military spilling over into society. Society. So they're more likely to fund drag queens and abortions than fund a submarine or an attack helicopter. If the attack helicopter can identify as a tank, they will probably fund the attack helicopter that identifies as the tank, and they will put some alphabet gang leader in charge of it as, as a paragon of virtue for the diversity of the military. Joe Biden actually this week said that diversity in the military makes us stronger and better against our enemies. 
I'm pretty sure the Chinese don't care the race or sexual orientation or gender identity of the American soldier or sailor. They just care about whether that person can fire a gun or not. Tommy Tuberville is tired of the nonsense, and you should be too. The idea that Tommy Tuberville is to blame for what ails the military is nonsense. The fact is he's standing up for your taxpayer dollars, not being wasted by the military that would rather pay for killing an American kid than killing a Chinese bad guy or a Russian bad guy or anyone else. They would rather fund killing American kids then fund the weapons and ammunition needed to kill the bad guys. All they have to do is give up the nonsense. Stop the social justice warrior nonsense, and Senator Tuberville gets rid of his hold. Now, how do the holds work? So a, a senator can put a hold on any nominee. What happens is the Senate could override, overrule the nominee by just putting it up for a vote. When you put a hold on a nominee, what you're signaling is the Senate works by unanimous consent. Everything's by unanimous consent in the Senate. And the senator is saying, essentially, if you bring this nominee to the floor, I'll object. So you won't get unanimous consent, which means you then have to file a motion to proceed, which is debatable and which can be filibustered. Therefore, if you want to overcome Senator Tommy Tuberville, Chuck Schumer could go through the motions they could file a motion to proceed. They could let it be debated. They could advance it that way and see how many senators are on their side or his side who will stand with him on the filibuster. They're not doing that. They're trying to make a spectacle of him as if this hurts him in Alabama. I, I don't know if you understand this or not, but you do not get to vote for or against Senator Tommy Tuberville unless you live in the state of Alabama. And I'm pretty sure, knowing plenty of people in Alabama, they don't care that Tommy Tuberville is blocking a Marine Commandant's advancement when they understand he's doing so because the Department of Defense has decided they'd rather pay for abortions than attack subs. Pretty sure they'll be okay with the senator doing this. And the Biden administration has miscalculated here and tried to turn this into a national issue, thinking that nationally this will galvanize people. Tommy Tuberville doesn't care any more than Mitch McConnell cares. They try to make Mitch McConnell a national issue. Mitch McConnell's beholden to the voters of Kentucky who continue to send him back to the United States Senate. What I, as a conservative, am more concerned about is the silence of the other United States senators. God bless Mike Lee for having Tommy Tuberville's back. Where are the rest of them? Why haven't the rest of the U.S. Senate Republicans come out vocally for him? They should. They're trying to make him be the lone wolf here, the, the lone obstructor. All of the Republicans should come out very forcefully and say, we are not going to fund abortions with military dollars. We are happy to advance promotions so long as you stop funding abortions with military dollars. But the left won't do that. This is so simple. This is so simple. Tuberville would stop tomorrow if the Department of Defense just said, we'll stop paying for abortions or the cost of travel to the abortion, however they want to say it. Say they'll stop doing it. The holds go away tomorrow. That's the notable thing here. And the, the American press, captured by their hatred of the right, 
won't fairly and accurately report it. They're dragging off uh, Tuberville, and, and, and God bless the man. He's done interviews across the board with CNN, with ABC, with CBS, you name it. He's willing to defend himself on this. The purpose of the military is to kill bad guys, not American babies. He doesn't want the military spending money to help kill American babies. He wants them to spend money killing bad guys. And he's going to hold promotions until they reprioritize to actually fight wars instead of fighting for wokeism. Good for him. The the shocking thing here, the sad thing here, is how very few Republicans are willing to stand up and defend the senator of Alabama for doing what he's doing, and they should. They should all be standing up for Tommy Tuberville. 40% of our attack submarines are out of commission for repair. We have less than 60% of our available F-35 fleet because they're broken. Every single week for the past six months, there's been a news story about our defense supply chains breaking down in our inability to procure weapons systems because of supply chain issues and our dealings with China. And the single greatest issue for the Biden administration is Tommy Tuberville has a hold on military promotions because this administration would rather fund killing American kids through their abortion policies than building up the arsenal of democracy. It's not Tommy Tuberville's priorities that are screwed up. He's not the bad guy here. It's this administration that is more concerned with the military being a vehicle for radical progressive social policy than actually being a defense department to defend this nation and its interests. Tommy Tuberville is the hero we need right now. He's the good guy here. It's the Biden administration, including the Secretary of Defense, who are the bad guys, who could solve this problem overnight and make it go away if they just ceased funding abortions. But they can't help themselves because leftism depends on sacrifice at the altar of Moloch. This is a religious issue for the Democrats. They are putting their religion ahead of the safety and security of the United States. I want to ask you all a question. Welcome back. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. I want to ask you a question. If a white Republican from the South decided to become a Democrat, in this, an elected white Republican from the South decided to become a Democrat, over opposition to school choice. What would the national headlines be? You have a, a white Republican from the South, a conservative, who decides he's so opposed to school choice and the Republicans are pushing school choice in Florida, South Carolina, Georgia, and like that, that he's got to become a Democrat in protest. What would the national news be doing? I would submit to you that this would be a big story in the national press that the push for school choice on the right has pushed a Republican out of the party and to the left. And you'd hear all about it. But I bet you're not going to hear about Misha Maynard. Bet you're not. Misha Maynard is a liberal black Democrat in the state legislature in Georgia. And today, she's become a Republican over school choice. 
The Democrats in the state legislature are opposed to school choice. She was the only black Democrat to support it. And so the Democrats have been raising money to oust her from the state legislature. Her district is majority black and is liberal. She's a fit for her district, except on the issue of school choice. So the Democrats are raising money to oust this woman who's now become a Republican. If it was the opposite, if it was a Republican who became a Democrat over opposition to school choice, it'd be a national news story. But Misha Maynard, black Democrat from Atlanta, becomes a Republican to support school choice. You're not going to hear a lot about this on your nightly newscast uh, and not on CNN or MSNBC. Will you? Of course not. Of course not. But this happened today. This woman has become a Republican on the issue of school choice. Now, note to the Georgia Republicans, you now have a black legislator who is to the right of many of you. It was Republicans who killed school choice in Georgia, not the Democrats. And now you've got a black Democrat who's become one of you to support it. Will you have her back? Will you? One of the groups that just might is Patriot Mobile. They fund candidates like this. Misha Maynard, who is uh, battling against progressives opposed to school choice. Patriot Mobile supports school choice. They support conservative parents. And all you have to do to help them support great people and great causes is move your cell phone service to them. Now, I don't want to speak for them and say they'll back a particular candidate, but this is the sort of cause they support with their profits. As their profits grow, their giving grows, and you can help them grow their profits by going to patriotmobile.com slash Eric today and move your cell phone service. You get guaranteed great rates, you get guaranteed great service. They use the same cell towers you're probably already using. Or you can call them, 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you. You get free activation with my name, patriotmobile.com slash Eric, or 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you. Help them grow their profits. They then grow the conservative cause. Greetings and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The full number, 877-973-7425. I got to remind myself on occasion that uh, the Wokes, tend not to be serious people. You know what a ring door camera is, right? A lot of people have ring door cameras. The the ring uh, doorbell has a video camera. It's a high-definition video camera, and it can survey uh, your front yard, and in high-definition video, not just capture people, but also capture the audio. And this has become a thing over time, uh, on social media, people will put up the videos of the, the crazy drunk person who shows up at their front door, uh, things like that. But also the ring camera has a special security feature that makes it very, very easy for homeowners to share videos with the police. If you see a crime happening, if someone comes up to your steps and carries off your package from Amazon or something, you can send the video to the police. And the video quality is very high-quality video. So Wired is a technology magazine. I used to subscribe to it. Um, I let my subscription go a number of years ago, and, and since then it has gotten extremely, extremely progressive. In fact, I dare say Wired allows its uh, ideology to impact its coverage of things. And this is a story uh, out this week, why we don't recommend ring cameras. Subtitle, 
They're affordable and ubiquitous, but homeowners shouldn't be able to act as vigilantes. Now, what do they mean by vigilantism? Well, most of the time, product testing is pretty simple. If a router is better and more featureful than another with a similar price, then you give it a better score and move on with your day. However, we occasionally end up with products that can be dangerous to you or to society in general, which we believe to be the case with Amazon-owned Ring and its relationship with law enforcement. When you set up a Ring camera, you are automatically enrolled in the neighbor's service. You can opt out, but that's on you. Neighbors, which is a standalone app, shows you an activity feed from all nearby Ring camera owners with posts about found dogs, stolen hoses, and a safety report that shows how many calls for service, violent or nonviolent, were made in the past week. It also provides an outlet for public safety agencies like local police and fire departments to broadcast information widely to keep you safe, I might add. But it also allows Ring owners to send videos they've captured with their Ring video doorbell cameras and outdoor security cameras to law enforcement. This is a feature unique to Ring. Even Nextdoor removed its forward to police feature in 2020, which allowed Nextdoor users to forward their own safety posts to local law enforcement. If a crime has been committed, law enforcement should obtain a warrant to access civilian video footage. Wait a second. They don't want you to be able to forward video to the police. So in the past week, I want to say it was Washington, D.C. Someone with a ring video camera recorded a couple of guys in front of their house talking about the murder they had committed. Not making this up. Two or three young men were explicitly discussing someone they had murdered and the details of the murder, and they did so in front of a home that had a ring doorbell camera. The homeowner forwarded it to the police. It was an unsolved crime. It's solved now, and they're on video evidence discussing the murder. And Wired thinks that's a bad thing, that the homeowner was a quote-unquote vigilante by assisting the police with information about a murder. We've been concerned about this issue since Ring started partnering with police departments to hand out free video cameras. Via the Neighbors Public Safety Service within the app, law enforcement can create requests for assistance and neighbors can contact camera owners directly for footage. We believe this feature should not exist. When we interviewed Nextdoor CEO Sarah Fryer on steps the company was taking to reduce racial profiling, Fryer cited the work of Jennifer Eberhardt, a Stanford professor whose work on the psychology associations between race and crime won her MacArthur Genius Grant. Much of Eberhardt's work revolves around decision points. The more you make people stop and think before they act, the less likely they are to engage in unconscious racial bias. Putting a frictionless feature directly into neighbors makes it that much. Okay, can we just stop right? Do any of you use the Nextdoor app? I had to delete it from my vote. Oh my gosh, did you hear an explosion? Was that a gunshot? I saw young black men walking in our neighborhood, knocking on doors. I called the cops. 
Have you seen the ADT guy? Doesn't he look like a crackhead? I, 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 these are actual posts that have been in my next door app. Someone thought the ADT security guy looked like a drug addict. He wasn't a drug addict. He had allergies. I happen to know the ADT guy. But the, these are the sorts of garbage posts in the next. And they're like, next door is some paragon of how to do it right? No. Everyone in next door is a roving lunatic conspiracy theorist. The missing dog, it must be the owls eating the dogs. The person knocking on doors, no, it couldn't be a kid out selling chocolate to raise money for school. Nope, gotta be a drug addict doing drug runs, scoping out houses to break into. The next door people are worse than the Facebook people because everything's a would-be crime and everything is a grievance. Dear God, the app is insufferable. I had to get out of the app. But in this, you actually have video evidence of a crime in front of your house. And they're like, oh, we don't want you to be a vigilante and turn it into the police. How dare you? The police should have to obtain a warrant. No. You're, you won't be surprised to learn that many of the people who write for Wired also live in the third world hellhole known as San Francisco. This is, I, it, this makes me want to go out and buy a ring camera. We also have problems with Ring's hardware. The security cameras have a low frame rate, are slow loading, have bulky design. The Ring car cam doesn't prevent break-ins when the car is off. Like other companies, including Waze and Eufy, the company tends to only address security loopholes when they're discovered by outside people. If you're considering buying a video camera, you need to consider where it's placed because no camera is 100%. Um, um, so they've got technical problems with the hardware. That is literally the second to last paragraph. And the last paragraph, the final sentence, ring cameras are cheap and ubiquitous, but contributing to a just society is also a factor in keeping your family safe. Friends. Friends. I'm going to have to go buy one of these cameras, aren't I? <laughs> I'm going to have to go buy one of these. My God, you know, I've got a buddy of mine who has the ring camera around us. He's got the whole security system and he loves them. He also loves his Tesla, but that's another story. But he can, if his kids are in the backyard, he can watch them. It's got good resolution. It's got great microphones. He can hear the conversations happening around the house. Not that he eavesdrops on his kids in the backyard, but if somebody needs help or something, it's detectable. It, it's it works great. Um, this is just an insane article. These, by the way, are the same people who did a review of the of the what is it? It's the Hogwarts program. There's a game now. It's like a Harry Potter universe, and the same magazine did a review of this game based on like you're a student at Hogwarts or something in the Harry Potter universe. And they talked about how awesome the gameplay was and all that, but they gave it horrible reviews because they felt like they were advantaging JK Rowling, who because of her transphobia is not worthy of support. And by playing the Hogwarts game, they were racked with guilt and you will be too. If you play the Hogwarts game, never mind. They thought it was a fun game to play. They felt guilty by playing it. And you're a bad racist person if you have the ring camera. Y'all. 
We live in a day and age where people do not feel safe in their neighborhoods. Do you all know in my neighborhood, we have a very nice neighborhood, and there's a, a lot between me and my neighbor. The, the lot between us you can't build on. It's it's uh, too, had too much erosion. There's now kind of a creek that, that has come up out of there. It's just impossible to build on. So I've, I've got woods on one side. I've got a nice vacant lot behind me and a nice vacant lot beside me that's owned by my neighbor. Nobody can build there. So it's nice. I'm kind of surrounded and, and, and got this hedge of protection, the Pentecostals might say. Yeah, I could sit on my front porch and in the breeze smell the weed at night. And it didn't smell like somebody was smoking a joint. It's just this light, faint aroma, like someone was growing marijuana. Well, my wife calls Philip one day. We're in Athens at our, at our Athens, Georgia affiliate. And I'm doing my show from there. And my wife calls Philip, who's with me, and says, what did he say on the radio? Philip says, what do you mean? I don't think he said anything controversial. He says, well, there are police all in front of our house. My wife interprets police being parked in front of our house as I must have made somebody mad on the radio. (laughs) Yes, that's how she interpreted it. No, no, turns out the smell of weed was coming from the house through the woods where they were growing it under the house, but that's not the best part. The husband was tied to a tractor trailer of about $30 million of cocaine, meth, and fentanyl, and he apparently was the chief go-between between the cartel and the drug lords on the East Coast, and he was my next-door neighbor. And the wife was apparently sitting the kids. We had a string of break-ins and to, to cars that were unlocked at night. Our neighborhood's been so safe, people don't lock their cars at night. And, and someone was going in, and if there was a gun, pulling it out. Well, it turns out the wife was sending their little kids to pilfer guns out of cars, file off the serial numbers, and sell them on the black market. Crime lords next door to me in suburbia. Those things happen. The ring camera wouldn't have caught it, but they would have caught the police at the end. But people want to be safe in their neighborhoods. And as you have wokes like this who think the police are inherently bad, more and more Americans are buying guns. More and more Americans are getting these camera systems for their homes. We use a company called Owen Security. This isn't an ad, um, but we just I, I use a company called Owen Security, and I do ads for them. But we started I started doing ads for them because I love their system. So I've got cameras around my house now, and they can detect people. And we got these bullhorns, one in the back of the house and one on the front of the house. And during the particular times of day and night when the system is armed, if they detect a person and they can tell UPS driver, FedEx driver, mail person, or random anonymous person, and they detect a random anonymous person in the bullhorn is like, we see you in the yard. We are calling the police. You have five minutes to leave. Y'all, I can tell you the system works because I came home at 2 a.m. one night and forgot to turn it off. And within five minutes, my house was swarmed with police officers because I forgot to disarm the system and my phone was in sleep mode. So I didn't hear the phone ring when they called to verify whether it was me or not. Five minutes later, the police surround the house. It was an exciting, sleepless night. The police were very cool, but nonetheless, people want to be safe. People are buying these cameras for this. And you got the, the progressive wokes making you feel guilty for having a security camera where you can help the police fight crime. These people have lost their minds. These sorts of issues, they resonate with middle America. We're headed into a presidential campaign season. These are Joe Biden voters 
who don't want you to be secure in your home at night, who hate the police. This is a ready-made issue for the GOP if they will seize on this stuff. This is just insanity from progressives. You should be able to put cameras up at your house, and when you have evidence of a crime, send it to the police without some woke judging you for it. I'm going to go get one of these ring camera systems. Not an ad. I'm just saying. I think I'm going to go get one. Goodness gracious. All right. Now for the ad, let's talk about Americans for Prosperity, which is battling the wokes around the country, building a conservative army to go after woke progressive policies around the country. They want you as part of it. You can go to americansforprosperity.org slash Eric today. americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. You can sign up and be a conservative activist with Americans for Prosperity. Join 4 million people around the nation. They have 36 state chapters. They're growing in the other states. They've had over 300 legislative successes this year alone in state legislatures fighting against regulation, fighting against big government. Americans for Prosperity believes free markets and free people is the best way to govern a country. Limited government works better than big government. Help them roll back government. Americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. Americansforprosperity.org slash Eric. This other program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan in Noonan, Georgia. They can help businesses nationwide. The Frost family has been doing this since the 90s. They help small businesses become big businesses. If you need $250,000 or more for your business for big deals like buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, that's what they specialize in, reach out to them, firstlibertyga.com, firstlibertyga.com. And again, they can help any business in the United States. There are two pieces of breaking news I have to deal with at this moment. Fulton County District Attorney in Georgia, Fannie Willis, has just entered the Fulton County Courthouse to begin picking grand jurors who will review the information of the special grand jury to uh, indict uh, individuals over the 2020 election in Georgia, possibly Donald Trump. So the grand jury selection process happening at this moment in Fulton County, Georgia, as she is considering bringing charges against former President Donald Trump. The other big piece of breaking news from the New York Times just hit the wires. Bank of America secretly opened card accounts in customers' names, double-charged overdraft fees, and withheld promised perks from some of its credit card users, federal regulators are alleging. The bank has agreed to repay customers more than $80 million. More than $80 million. Uh, They were fined $150 million over junk fees. Goodness gracious. I texted this story to my buddy Clark Howard, and and he just texted me back right now. He says, this is a bank that makes billions in profit every 90 days. It's crazy they do stuff like this. Uh, And they have been caught by federal regulators in just a routine inspection of bank practices. Uh, This is happening right now. Breaking news. Y'all, I got to tell you something happened to me. Um, about an hour before the show, I decided, I, so yesterday, I didn't eat breakfast yesterday until 8 p.m. last night. I was so busy all day, and when I get really busy, I forget to eat. Even though I'm hungry, forget to eat. Did not eat. I went to the gym. Uh, we did the, the hot tub installation yesterday. Oh, I said in it last night. It's glorious. I had TV interviews. I didn't eat breakfast until after 8 o'clock last night. So today, I was very diligent. Went to a sandwich shop to get some lunch. And I go in, and this car pulls in in front of me. It's got a s- series of of stickers from, like, every progressive group you can think of, from Planned Parenthood to the Human Rights Campaign. 
It's like, oh, Lord, they looked old, so I could rush in and get out before they came in. So literally, I'm in line ordering, and this old man taps me on the shoulder, has this very sheepish look on his face, and he says, uh, are you eating here or are you leaving? I didn't know who he was. And I said, well, I'll, I, I, I'm getting it to go. I got to go back to my office. I got to go to work. And he says, okay, my, and then he looks like embarrassed. And he says, my wife didn't want to come inside and eat if you were going to be here. <laughs> this literally happened to me this morning. He's, the, the woman sat, old woman, sat in the car until I got in my car to leave. And then she went inside to eat. Um, <laughs> well, life is too short to live your life like that. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, and, and yeah, people were like, oh, you should have said, no, I had to come back to work anyway, but I don't want this woman to feel uncomfortable in my presence, but it's just ridiculous. There are people like this, uh, on both sides, by the way, not just progressives, but this woman really was.